Hello and welcome back to another episode of Your Drone Questions Answered. I'm John Dicka with the Drone Launch Academy, here to answer your drone questions. Now today's question is, what are the rules when it comes to drones in kids? What are some tips? What do I need to know when getting a drone for your kid? And so today I have with me David Young, founder of Drone Launch Academy, also father of five uh, kids. I know. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on, John. It's a good question for me to answer since I've got five children aged six months to 10 years old. And I've bought many drones for them. They seem to always also take my drones. Uh, I try not to let them get their hands on the more expensive ones, but I have a lot of experience dealing with this issue. So one of my sons just turned seven. His name is Nolan. And for his birthday, we bought him a drone. And so if you're, you know, in that category, or if you happen to be a seven-year-old or a 10-year-old or 13-year-old or whatever watching this, and you're wondering what are the rules for you? And we'll also give some tips. Let's talk about that. So. As far as rules go, there's not a ton of specific rules for kids, right? We talk a lot on this podcast and in our other resources about commercial drone rules. And for those, you need to be 16 or older if you want to do any type of non-recreational uh, activities with drones. Whole different topic. Just search, you know, Part 107 stuff if you want to find those, those rules. But for kids, they would need to still follow the recreational guidelines. So we talked talk about some exemptions that there are for that. But the only real new rule or regulation that you would need to look into, something called the TRUST exam, T-R-U-S-T. And what that is, it's very simple. It's free. It is essentially like a mini information course, training course, along with some quiz questions that the FAA developed to make sure that recreational flyers to include kids know some of the rules and limitations that they need to follow when it comes to drones. This is free to get. The FAA has approved, I don't know, about a dozen organizations to be able to administer this, quote, test, even though it's impossible to fail. And so Drone Launch Academy is one of those. So if you just go to dronelaunchacademy.com slash trust, you can find it on our site. You can go through it and take it. The material is the same no matter who you take it with. And the requirement for everyone is for it to be free. So it doesn't matter if you take it through us or someone else, but basically... We offer it available. We submit all the certificate numbers to the FAA every month after people are done. So they know they have like a record where we actually don't transmit your name. It's literally just the number. So when you show your certificate number, let's say for some reason someone stops you and you show them your certificate number, they could give that number to the FAA. And the basically FAA would be able to just check if that is a valid number or not. Because since they're dealing with my, you know, potential with minors and stuff, they didn't want to be transmitting like other PII, you know, personally identifiable information. So in case you were curious or wondering about that. But really, it's just, I think we got through it. The fastest we've done it is 20 minutes. I mean, it's pretty quick. If you're going through it for the first time and you're really wanting to learn it, you can spend some more time with it. But we've got a YouTube video where I'm literally going through the trust exam, every single question, every single like slide. So you can see exactly what's on it if you want. And the video is 20 minutes long. So you would need to take that. And again, it's free. It's easy. Go take it. But some of the stuff, it'll teach you many things that are similar to what commercial pilots have to abide by, right? 400 feet, you know, making sure that you can see you're not going to fly in any type of controlled airspace near an airport without permission. Um, sim honestly, very similar rules, but those are the, those are the main ones. Don't go higher than 400 feet. Check the airspace that you're flying in before you fly there. And the way you can check that, I guess, if you're not familiar with that, you can use apps. You could look up uh, an app called like the Before You Fly app. The one I always recommend using is one called Aloft, A-L-O-F-T. You can Google them. They've got apps and you can just say, hey, I'm flying recreationally. And it'll show you the airspace where you are and what's around you and where you can or can't fly. So it's pretty easy to make a decision. However, if you're a kid, right? When I say kid, I'm talking, you know, five to 
12, 13, and you're buying a drone, a lot of times they're not buying drones that are going to be going, you know, six miles away or something crazy. I mean, maybe, but when I buy my kids drones, typically they're ones that are pretty localized. They're not going to be flying them super far away from themselves. A lot of them don't even have GPS in them because those GPS drones, like the DJI drones, you're going to spend hundreds of dollars to get those drones. They got the nice cameras on them. And that's great and cool. So if you are getting those, you definitely want to know the airspace limitations and how high you're going and all that. But my seven-year-old, we just bought him a drone on Amazon for 35 bucks. I would be amazed if that thing could even make it to 400 feet. And it's maybe 10 inches in diameter. So you would not, not be able to see it at all up that high. So typically they're flying around the front yard. My three older boys, like I said, they're 10, eight, and seven. They just have a great time. They fly it around the yard. The only problem, let me, this is where we'll get into some tips. So these are tips from an actual experienced dad of children flying drones who frequently encounter problems. Tip number one, trees are not your friend. On a lot of these drones, they have these real small LiPo batteries and they're going to have seven minutes worth of flight time, seven to 10 maybe. And then it'll take 40 minutes to charge that battery up. So you're pretty quick little sprints with your flights. You'll fly them. Again, they don't have GPS. Usually they're pretty light. So the wind will blow them around. Kids typically don't have the best, unless they have a lot of experience, you know, they're still figuring it out. So have the best control of it. So I'd recommend first, try to start inside. A lot of your drones that you're going to get these kids, they're not very big. Try to find ones that have like propeller guards. A lot of them will just have like circles around the propeller. So you're not going to dice anything up. Fly it around inside. It's going to be so much easier to not lose your drone. Just kind of practicing. Go to the biggest room in your house and fly it around. You won't have wind pushing you around. You know, the kids think it's pretty fun. Most of these drones, you can hit a button and like do some flips and stuff. They think it's pretty cool. Once they feel kind of comfortable inside, you could move outside, but these things get taken by the wind a lot. So we had a problem where my seven-year-old was giving my 10-year-old son a turn with the drone. My 10-year-old son got a little cocky, thought he's going to take it up a little higher, see what he could do. He got it up. We have like a very tall palm tree in our front yard. It's probably 30 or 40 feet tall. And he got that thing hung up in the top of that palm tree and it flipped over and it stayed up there. You, we can't climb that palm tree. I mean, there's, there's nothing to hold on to all the way up for 40 feet. And, you know, it's crying, distraught. Brooks, you know, lost my drone and all this drama. He was pretty sad. We were going to make him buy him another drone. But luckily, it's pretty light. The wind blew it out of the tree a couple of days later and it landed in the road. A neighbor found it and it worked fine. And so they just kept going with it. But literally the same day, my other son, the eight-year-old, Got a little too aggressive. And remember, the winds get stronger as you go up higher. So you're on the ground thinking, oh, it's not that windy out. But as soon as you get that drone above, let's say 20 feet, the winds are much stronger there because you're getting it above the sort of uh, roof line of all the houses. There's nothing to stop the wind from coming through. So they got it up that high and whoosh, it took it put it in a neighbor's yard across the street or in their driveway. They thought they lost it again, but they went and found it. You're probably thinking, wow, Dave's got some really un uh, irresponsible kids. But this is the stuff that's going to happen. I will say this all happened when I was not home, so don't blame me. But this is going to happen with kids. If you go outside and you fly, you get it up high, it's going to get taken by the wind. So practice, maybe down a little lower, away from trees, and don't buy a drone so expensive that you're going to be incredibly sad if it breaks. You know, I think a lot of pretty good drones are in that sort of 30, $30 to $40 range on Amazon. I could get recommendations, but... They come out with new kind of cheapo drones all the time. I would just find, honestly, just find one with good, decent reviews on Amazon. Changes frequently. But in that $30 to $40 range, they're, they're all going to be very similar in what they can do and how they operate and all that stuff. So yeah, wind is not your friend. As soon as you get above 20 feet or so, it kicks up a lot. Stay away from trees. Don't buy one so expensive that you're going to 
be afraid to, to lose it and replace it. Make sure you get that trust certificate squared away so that you know the rules and that way you're technically eligible to fly the drone. And there's no minimum age on the trust uh, exam stuff. It's called trust. So trust stands for the recreational UAS safety test. Terrible acronym in my opinion. A lot of like double counts in there. So even if you have a six-year-old, technically they're supposed to go through and take the, the trust and have that. So if you're an adult, maybe you can sit there with them and, and help them understand some of those concepts. But at the very end, it says, hey, what's your name? So we can put your name on the certificate and they can get it. You can print it out and they have their little certificate with the trust logo on there and their name and their certificate number. So it's kind of a cool thing. We have some school curriculum that we work with other schools on that they can buy from us. And in all of those school curriculums, the first thing we have the students do is they go and they get their trust certificate. So that way they're legally allowed to then go practice their drone stuff in class and outside. And that's when they start flying. So before then, it's always it's just kind of book knowledge. They get their trust certificate and then they they start flying. Awesome. And I can kind of see they get it's a good practice. Take the trust exam. But also, that probably makes your kids feel pretty good, too, to, to be able to have their own certificate and, yeah. and feel official. Yeah, you, it's got your name on it. It's printed out like there's a nice little official template and stuff. It's, it's cool for them to have to say, hey, I'm allowed to go fly my drone recreationally. So very cool. Well, what just a quick follow up on just going back to those cheap drones that you can find on Amazon. Are those still drones that you would control with a with a phone, like a smartphone, or do they come with their own remote controls? Would the kid need access to a phone? Good question. So the one I bought my son, the seven-year-old, no, it's got its own controller. Most of those have their own controller. The one I know that you can control with a phone is there's a one called the Tello. It's sort of made in partnership with DJI. It's about $100, $120. That one's got the option to do both. So you can fly it with a phone if you want, and it's got a camera on it. You can record and take pictures, albeit not very good, but you can see it. And it's got the option you can buy an additional game controller, and then that connects to the drone through Bluetooth. And so oh, cool. you can see the camera on your phone, and then you can control the drone through Bluetooth with the controller. But you do need a device to connect to that drone. So like the controller connects via Bluetooth to the phone, which the phone connects via Wi-Fi to the drone, if that makes sense. So it's not complicated if you set it up. But all the other ones that I know of that you're not visually viewing a camera, they usually come with their own controller, the ones in that sort of 30 to $40 range. And don't expect to get either any camera or any type of good camera in that 30 to $40 range on the drone. It's just going to be a drone to fly around and have fun. Okay. And typically those drones are like fairly small, right? Am I? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. I mean, if you're watching this video, maybe you're out this big around, maybe a foot in diameter or less, you know, 10 inches, something like that. And I will say something that was helpful on the, the drone I bought my son, when you're learning to fly a drone, it's sort of hard to understand the orientation of the drone. So like on the controller, forward is always forward, like for the drone. But if you're flying the drone around a circle and the drone's facing at you, now it's different. Or, but, so if the drone's in the sky and you're not quite sure which direction it's pointed, especially since you don't have a camera that you're looking at, and you hit forward, you're not sure which direction the drone is going to go unless you know which direction is forward for the drone. So the drone I we got them has uh, around two of the propellers is a blue light and around two of the back propellers is a green light. So anytime you're looking at it from underneath in the sky, you know that the, the side that's blue is always the, the forward direction. So it sort of helps them learn the orientation and understand, okay, the, it's facing me. So if I hit forward, it's going to come at me. If I hit the right, it's going to go to my left. You know, it sort of helps them understand that flow. Very cool. No, that's a, that's a cool idea. And actually, this just seems like right after having this discussion, kind of a fun thing to do is just getting a drone for your kid and, and helping them learn kind of the ins and outs of it. And drones aren't going away. And so uh, yeah. probably a good skill to have. So yeah, 
And let me let me tell you one more game that they enjoy playing with the drone. Now, again, take it or leave it if you want. And this is a game probably more for, for little boys who like to destroy things. But they also have a lot of Nerf guns. And some drones, the propellers, they just, um, they're held on by tension. So the DJI Tillow, the motors are just a little tiny metal stick. And then the propeller just slides onto the stick and it's held on with tension. There's no screw or anything like that. So you're going to pop them off. You can just pull like pretty, you just pull it, give it a good pull. The propeller comes off. That way you can replace the propellers or things like that. But one thing they enjoy doing is they will get their Nerf guns and they will sit down on the ground at various places throughout our house. And my job is to fly the drone over their heads as fast as I can. And they try to shoot at it with the Nerf gun. And the Nerf bullets are actually strong enough to take, if it hits the propeller from underneath, it'll actually pop the propeller off. So if they hit it uh, on the propeller, the propeller will pop off and the drone crashes to the ground. Now, I did put a cage around the, that drone so that way when it falls, it's protected. We're not going to break it because it's like, you know, that's one done like a hundred bucks. But man, they get a big kick out of that and they think it's the coolest thing ever where I'm just, I'm circling the drone around the house and they're just trying to shoot it down and whoever shoots it down like gets a point or whatever. So it's a fun game to play. But yeah, requires Nerf guns. I put, I think you should put a cage on the drone, but yeah, some fun to do. It sounds like a lot of fun. I'd play that game. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So that's, those are my tips for kids and drones. Well, David, I really appreciate you, you digging into this question and it was thorough too. covered all the bases. Hopefully it gives a little bit of peace of mind for any parents out there hoping to get a, a drone for their kid. Hey, if you've got a drone question, we are happy to answer for you. Just type it in, go to ydqa.io. We'll see that question. We'll find the answer to it. Or if you're part of the drone launch connect community. Type the question in there. We'll see it. We'll find someone to answer your question. In the meantime, we'll see you in the sky.